So you're climbing and the scariest thing you could possibly imagine that's inevitable happens. You hear a loud pop and you have torn your pulley. Are you prepared for what to do? Do you have a firm understanding of what are the steps you need to take that are very important in the first few days and your home care thereafter to support that pulley while it heals? Well, my friends, you are in luck. Today, let's hit up your action list for pulley ruptures. Season one, episode nine. Enjoy. Welcome to Unsprained. I'm Dr. Lisa Erickson Bryn, past medical for USA Climbing and a climbing specific medical provider. Do you currently suffer from a finger that is acting up again and again, or an injury that you just can't seem to get over? Well, join the crowd. There are so many of us, and I say us as well because I've also been there. I'm excited to help you with simple, actionable steps, downloadables, and things you can read as well as watch that are going to completely transform your self-care, your training, and add many, many more years to your climbing. I'm excited you've joined me. Let's get started. Today on episode nine of Unsprained, we cover your action list for pulley ruptures. Did you know that your A2 pulley is your strongest pulley? And your A4 is the least flexible. On today's podcast, we delve into pulley injuries and care. Specifically, why does your injury keep your finger over and over bothering you and why what might you want to do to get it checked out? Before we get into it, the spring clean is on. This week, I'm offering overhauls of your climbing paradigm. That's right. I'm digging through your self-care plan, your climbing logbooks, your diet, your work habits, your desk, your postures, and we are evaluating how likely you are to be injured and what you can do better to not be injured but also to have an awesome season this year. I'm putting a lot of effort into running your stats and comparing them to your symptoms and current health. With tips, recommendations, and modifications to keep you away from injury, this spring clean-out is sure to delight you. We're going to look at your finger joint alignment, your desk ergonomics, your daily habits, and your self-care tools to ensure you are healing at your best. Check out more on my website, climbing injury solved slash spring cleanout. My promise to you is that you'll have less likelihood of injury, an action plan for improvements, and a breakdown on where you need to focus. Okay, back to pulley ruptures. Pulleys, for those of you who are new to climbing or new to finger injuries, are fibrous bands that anchor your flexor tendon of your finger to the bone. We have five annular pulleys or looped circular fibrous bands. Band one, three, and five anchor onto a broad platform of fibrous tissue called the palmar plate. Pulleys A2 and A4 anchor onto the bone and are our most likely pain causers in the hand in addition to A3. If you have a pulley injury, Let's get on to my step-by-step recommendations. Your immediate action plan is here. Step one, splint it. If you feel it give, if you feel a pop, followed by immediate swelling, we want to put a splint on it. We don't know how bad it is. And if you go off of pain, 
You may not feel pain if you completely tear or rupture that pulley, okay? So pain is a really bad guideline. So throw that out of your head. We don't use pain as a guideline. Guidelines say that we splint it and allow it 10 days, up to 14 days for our most important pulleys so that it can heal back together. You can take your splint off and in, in my recommendation number two, I want you to take the splint off and passively move your finger to help pump out swelling. And it looks like this. To passively pump it, you're not actively engaging or firing any of those muscles in your finger or forearm. They are loose and limp like a noodle. Instead, we use your healthy hand to take off the splint and to move that finger while that injury basically plays dead. You can do straight finger wiggles with that finger, but no bending the finger joints actively because our goal is to let this tissue knit back together. It is very delicate. There's a lot of tension on it from that flexored tendon pushing up against the pulley. So we need to make sure we are resting it. With that said, my recommendation number three is compression. If we use kinesio tape to act as the pulley, so usually we, we recommend climber's tape, but that's way out in the future. If it's a brand new injury, I recommend kinesio tape, which is a stretchy fabric tape, to gently compress that injury in a spiral pattern. We half overlap it. So when you're picking out the width of your tape, usually a good rule of guide is to look at your pinky finger and we make it just a little bit more narrow than your pinky finger. And then we loop it around and around and around from that injury, just distal to the injury, so further towards the fingertip from the injury, up over the injury towards your palm. And we apply a very light tension. I don't want you really stretching that tape because we want it to get blood flow and nutrients and the goal of the tape is just to keep it from overly getting puffed up and swollen and inflamed. <clears throat> I do this for two reasons, the compression taping. One, pain is usually caused by swelling. So if we get the swelling under control, we also help with the pain. Two, if swelling isn't managed, we can create much more scar tissue that leads your joints and your tissues to be looking a little bit deformed after your injury. So if we apply compression, I have noticed clinically that you guys are having way less long-term um, abnormalities out of your fingers as compared with if we compress it. So just to go back over so we don't forget, step one, we splint it for 10 to 14 days. Step two, you can take your splint off and we can passively move your finger Passively meaning using the opposing finger and we also, step three, want to keep it compression taped lightly 24 hours a day. <clears throat> now a caveat to the taping is I want you to look at the tip of your finger and make sure it's not turning blue or purple or dark red. That means your tape is too tight. <clears throat> All right, on to step, up, step number four, keeping it unloaded. So at the 14-day mark, we can take our splint off for those of you that are a little more conservative. But your pulley may only be partially healed. So the worst thing you can do 
is be tempted to test it with hanging on it or clenching against, against your own other finger. Now at this point, it's time to begin hand therapy, and we do this for two weeks. If you're wondering where these recommendations come from, they come from Volkner Schofel, the author of One Move Too Many, who has done many, many, many articles and research studies on climbing. So if we're going to compare and contrast between who's giving the advice, I'm going to go with the researcher who knows more than me because he's older than me, he's smarter than me, and he's been around the block a few times. He's an MD. He knows what he's doing. So we're going to resist the temptation to test it, and we're going to begin hand therapy at two weeks, okay? I have a bunch of YouTube videos on hand therapy. We're thinking rice bucket workouts, wrist-focused flexion extension rotation, focusing time on your shoulder blade, your rotator cuff of the shoulder, and we can use a gentle light flex bar to be working the wrist, but our hand is nice and light and soft in our grip. And then also you can use a hand web, which is one of my new favorite things, and a Kando or um, there's a few different brands that make good ones. I think one is called Power Web, but Kando brand is my favorite. And no, I've not been paid by them to say that. I just like their their product. I think it's affordable. It's portable. I like it. Um, <clears throat> okay, so once we get our two weeks of, of hand therapy done, then, and only then, can we return to gentle climbing. By gentle, I don't mean dangling from a hangboard, testing it again. No, 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 no. We're starting with gently touching each hold and writing in our logbook what our results are. I'm going to put at the, in the show notes at the end of this show, I'm going to put a little checklist of holds you can touch and gently load on and see what it feels like. Usually, we avoid crimping for a period of time. And if you were my brother or my good friend, I would say let's skip it to the three-month mark and climb open hand because there's so much research to show that open hand climbing does not put hardly any load into your pulleys as compared with crimping. It's like 252 newton pounds of force in a crimp on the A, I believe it's the A4, um, compared with nine on an open hand. And that's just my, my memory of what the research says, but I'm within like 12 newton pounds of force. So you definitely want to climb open hand. There's hardly any force compared with crimping. So if you're a crimper and love them, love them, love them, and always getting pulley injuries, perhaps we need to swap you to tips only open hand climbing. All right, so pop on my website in the show notes at the bottom of this. I'm going to have a pulley rehab chart. Again, it's from Chauffel. It's a fabulous chart on the steps of each pulley injury and what your recommendations are for doing that. And then thank you so much for joining me. And I really look forward to hearing if you liked today's episode. I'm really trying to focus on what you guys are interested in. So please don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. And then also, if you have a friend you think could benefit from this who has a pulley injury or has a cranky finger that just won't heal, perhaps share it with them. All right, guys, I'll see you next time. Same great time, same great place. If you're stuck in your self-care and you do not have a local doctor who specializes in climbing injuries, I'm happy to help you virtually through my clinic. You can book yourself in at climbinginjuriesolved.com and I will meet with you virtually where you can point to your injury 
I'll lead you through steps of how to load it, and we'll go through the in and outs of everything you do in your daily routine, in your climbing, and in your self-care to make sure that this absolutely heals up and your injury risks of having it happen again are down towards zero. Book yourself in at climbinginjuriesolve.com and click a new patient visit. And if you have x-rays, MRIs, or if you want to know what's going on in there and want them to be ordered, this is the perfect next step. But also, if you're happy working through it on your own, I have plenty of free material through my website, YouTube videos, The Climbing Doc, and I'm just honored you're listening. I hope you share my episode if you find it to have been helpful. And thank you so much for joining me. Have a beautiful day.